A pattern for service today on the Ultimate Ground Rules. But I have raised you up for this very purpose, that I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Welcome to The Ultimate Ground Rules, a podcast built specifically to encourage, empower, and strengthen the faith of coaches as they live out their God-given purpose to develop the next generation of leaders. And now, your host, Dave Pritchard. Hello and welcome to The Ultimate Ground Rules. I am your host, Dave Pritchard. I'm glad that you took a moment to listen today, and I hope that this short devotional will help you as you set out to make a positive impact as a coach. If you like what you hear, please take a moment to like, share, and subscribe to the show. A brief review on iTunes would be appreciated as well, as it only helps other coaches find the show. It's no secret that each of you has set out on a mission to have a positive impact on your athletes and also to achieve as much success on the field as possible. The million dollar question is how do you go about that? Is there a tried and true way to accomplish both of those goals? While I'm sure that there are unique aspects to my program and situation just as there are to yours, I do believe that as Christians, there are a few guiding principles that should shape what we do as coaches. In other words, how we are to go about our business. Today, I want to share a brief devotional from a dear brother and discipler of men, Herb Hodges, and take a brief look at 2 Kings chapter 6, verses 1-4. through 4. Now the sons of the prophets said to Elisha, See, the place where we dwell under your charge is too small for us. Let us go to the Jordan, and each of us get there a log, and let us make a place for us to dwell there. And he answered, Go. Then one of them said, Be pleased to go with your servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them, and when they came to the Jordan, they cut down trees. Here we find a story of the prophet Elisha, and it appears that during this time he was serving in a role where he was teaching and training men. What we see in this context is the characteristics of these men's relationship with Elisha and how it should propel our relationship with Christ as leaders. First, we see that these men worked in a very close relationship with their master. In the beginning of this short passage, the men are shown speaking to Elisha. They had a problem, and their first action was to take this problem to the master. They did nothing without consulting him first. This sounds very similar to what Jesus said in John 15.4. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. As men who have been placed in the unique role of a coach, who have also placed their faith in Christ, we should not take our position lightly. We have the opportunity to change lives. This is a great responsibility, and we're to recognize that this opportunity comes from Jesus Christ. Therefore, just like these men, we're to work in a very close relationship with our Master. We should do nothing without consulting Him first. Next, we see that they worked under a deep burden over their need. They recognized that they had a need for a larger dwelling space. As coaches walk closely with Christ they'll begin to see their need expand and they'll have a deep burden about it. 
Often, the need begins as a perceived need to win games. And as a coach walks with Christ, they'll begin to feel a burden that moves beyond the simplicity of winning games and towards the complex task of changing lives and generations. The question today for you, coach, is do you feel this burden? If you feel as though you're caught in a tug of war between the burden to win and the burden to impact lives, trust me, that's a real space. And I found myself there many times. But if you are there, draw near to the Master, and He will begin to work on your heart. After these men requested this larger dwelling, Elisha responded with the commission to go. Their Master gave them permission to fulfill this need that was burning in their heart. Just as these men were commissioned to fulfill this need, we as coaches have been commissioned to impact our players for Christ. As you recognize this burden, Christ will only commission you to take it on, and He'll be present with you every step of the way. This is confirmed in the case of these men as well. When granted permission to go, they expressed their hope that Elisha, their master, would go with them, and he agreed. If we're to succeed in our mission to impact lives and change generations, we must have Christ with us. If we will pursue Him, He will gladly accompany us on the journey. Lastly, we see that these men engaged in diligent work. They didn't sit back on their heels. Scripture says that when they arrived at their new location, they began to cut down trees. This is hard work. They didn't have to be told what to do, and they weren't passive. Instead, they were proactive and took the initiative to work head-on. We as coaches must do the same. There are many ways, coach, that you can make your program unique. There are many strategies that you can implement that may help you find success. But if you truly want to have an impact, this is the template that you must follow as a follower of Christ. Work closely with the Master. Recognize your burden to impact lives. And lastly, get to work. Thanks again for joining us on the show today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many coaches as possible with a word of encouragement. Never forget your job is important. God loves you and he has a plan for you. Continue to build tomorrow's leaders and stand firm in the faith.